It is party time, Mom. Welcome to a Monday episode, another brand new episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22. We're coming at you. We are flying into the nether regions of all things. Um, well, apparently, it's convenient to get COVID now, uh, according to a lot of Texas lawmakers, my, blah, Texas Democrat lawmakers that fled to hide under Nancy Pelosi's skirt. We're going to talk about those fun things and more. Look who's at the helm driving the Mothership. The puppet master, Mark the Perfectionist, is back. Not that Kayla's bad. We love Kayla. It's not a slight on her, but she's not the same. She's not the same perfectionist that you are, Mark. So I'm glad you're here. Um, she's efficient because she doesn't give that many craps. <laughs> we get this thing knocked out. I'm glad you're back. Um, I don't know. Maybe you'll start slipping now that you're married. Now that you're married, maybe you'll just kind of let some things go and Kind of relax a little bit. Of course, uh, Candace, the queen over there, she, she's, uh, look at her sitting in the shadows. This is, this is like it. You just barely see her hand peeking out right there. Uh, this is it for Candace. She's on her way out, going to work for Megan Kelly. I keep hearing that, but she's still here. She's still here. She keeps showing up. She's sitting over there over in the corner. I this morning at Megan Kelly's, and she wasn't there, so I just went ahead and came here. Just came on in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she said you're not that big of a perfectionist at home, so you're going to have to step that up, Mark. He said, no, it's not that many. It's going to be pretty laid back. Anyway, we got Chris Cruz. Chris, Chris and I, uh, apathy is our default setting, right? That's, that's how we operate. So we got this under control. Party pal Steve and Jennings sitting at the pub. Uh, good weekend, boys. Great weekend. It was a blur. Not too bad. It was a blur. We did a show in Roswell, New Mexico, Saturday night. Got there on the bus, got off the bus, did the show. Apparently, they make tequila a little stronger in New Mexico. I don't know. It affected me differently, Jennings. Because some, at some point in time in the show, some point in time in the show, I just reached in my pocket. It was something funny or whatever we were talking about. And I just, whatever cash was in there, I just went, and just threw it. The first three rows of people, I mean, there were elbows flying. <laughs> there were women in fights trying to get to those dollar bills. Those were $20 bills. That there you, was, yeah, there were. That you, I don't know if you did it on purpose or you oh, flung your hand out. They went everywhere. You should do that every show. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> Basically, I gave those people a free show. They got their ticket money back. Anyway, in the hot seat today, Dr. Cordy Williams. Cordy Williams is our special guest. I'm glad you're here, buddy. Glad Thank you, you finally for having we me. got you on here. We got all kind of things to talk about, things that you're doing, things going on in your world, and uh, you're you're pretty passionate about what you've got. DrCordyWilliams.com is the website. You can get all of his content that's over there. Uh, C O R D I E. Look at you Cordy. spelling it. I'm so flattered. Usually, I get called Gordy, Sporty, Jordy. Rorty and and or Cordai, that's yeah. a good one too. Well, yeah. I mean, you look I, I, like you're 12 years old. So, I, I mean, well, I do. I have it, to wear a shirt and tie at work because yeah. I look like Doogie Howser. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, man, I, I'm like I'm starting to look like my dad. I talking about look at like I've just decided that because I go down in weight and then I come back up in weight and like look at me. I don't, I'm like don't even care anymore. Just don't even care, Corey. Well, you know, the excuse is now we got man bods. Yeah, right. Well, you can have they a man say. bod. I don't even know what it means, but I mean, hey, I'll take it. It's I tell an people all the time. Another beer. The myth of the dad bod being sexy. And, and inevitably, <laughs> I'll bring this up and somebody at a show will be like, it's sexy. And I'm like, okay, when you're sitting there running your fingers through the hair on your husband's back, <laughs> that is not what you're thinking about. It, well, if you have a dad bod, do you have to have like fur? You, you pretty much do. Oh, okay. I mean, like you know, a big, you it's know. It's in the contract, yeah. You're like a gay man's <laughs> dream. You're just a big old bear. <laughs> 
Oh, it's disgusting. But I'm sorry, ladies. It's what you get. This is what you get. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't even care anymore. I, like, I'm done caring. I've been on the campaign trail. I can't wait to talk to you about this campaign I'm doing because I want to get your take on a couple of different things. Uh, but I've been on, out on the campaign trail. We've been traveling so much, which we always travel. And I just hit a point where you hit a stress mark where you're like, screw it. Screw it. I'm just going to eat hamburgers for every meal and just garbage. I'm not going to take any vitamins or yeah, Saturday workout. night you asked me, did I eat yet or not? <laughs> I know. It was crazy. And I was, uh, I was, apparently I had McDonald's. Yeah, you did. Do keto and then get your carbs from bourbon. That's yep, what well. I say. You know, a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger with lettuce. That's yep. what I do. I and then I have an keto. old fashioned later on. There you go. It's See, my, Steve, my... Steve's pretty steady. You're in keto right now, aren't you? Well, after yesterday brunch, mm-hmm. maybe not, but I'll be back in it by this evening. <laughs> yeah. Be back in it. I love that. Yeah. Be peeing on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, pee, pees on sticks every day. Every day, twice, two or three times a day. My thing, Cordy, you work out? I, I do. I do. And I wear extra small t shirts, mediums. Yeah. Because it cuts off the oxygen to the biceps, makes them look bigger. <laughs> so then you don't have to work out. And it looks like you did. Yeah. But yeah, I do kind of like interval, like fast training. They call it HIIT training. I don't know what that means. I don't do HIIT training. But we do like. You know, 45-second intervals. I have a gym that I go to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'll do upper body stuff, burpees. You know, you'll be pushing tires, all sorts of stuff. And it's, uh, man, I walk out and I'm drenched. I got to do some stuff because I saw some pictures of me doing some campaign events over the, this past week. And I was like, okay, this campaign stuff's making me look like shit. <laughs> I saw, those, <laughs> I saw those pictures, too. I was like, <laughs> dang, who put those up there? That's that's uh, pretty messed up right there. We'll get to, man. I got you. Yeah, I got you. You're rocking and rolling. Hey, folks, with major corporations going woke and canceling free speech, we need to partner with companies deserving of our trust. Uh, do you know that many wireless companies support left wing causes, causes that threaten our freedoms and beliefs? Patriot Mobile is different. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless company, donates a portion of every dollar they receive to organizations that fight for causes you and I care about. Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. Either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any new phone. Both come with free Premier activation. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad for details. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage and uses the same towers as the major providers, so you get great service for less money. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, or you can call their top-rated U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972 972- Patriot veterans and first responders are going to save even more. Switch to Patriot Mobile, a company you can trust to support your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or call 972-PATRIOT. Be right back. All right, Cordy. Corda. <laughs> I get it all the time with the prather. I never, I never correct people. It's prather. There's, there's my correction. I never do it. Where'd you come from? Tell me your story. I know it, but I, people need to know it. So born in Florence, Alabama, um, raised in Seattle but before it was communist. And then we moved back to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, went to signed up and joined the Marine Corps at 17. Talked my mom into signing papers and uh, went to Paris Island, South Carolina. Did four years in the Marine Corps and got my economics degree while I was in and, and got out and like a lot of folks tried to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. Thought I wanted to be an attorney. Thank goodness that didn't happen. Right. And um, yeah, dabbled around, ended up doing some work with the National Football League. We would have 
uh, clients fly in to this this doctor down in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Ended up in Atlanta and uh, working with him. He was a Cairo, um, and so fate would find it. I'd go to chiropractic school, meet my wife there, and uh, she had a great idea to move out to California uh, under the regime of Adolf Newsom. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been there about seven years. Yeah. And then all this blew up around the COVID scam. So <clears throat> living out there, how, how heavily did, uh, did everything affect you as far as the shutdowns and everything? You know, Chad, we were from the get-go, my wife and I, we just really saw the writing on the wall that, that like we didn't know what our what was going to happen with our business. Yeah. Like a like a lot of Americans, we were we were really frightened. You know, it was 14 days to slow the spread, and then, you know, it's okay to be six feet, and then you can have 10 people in a room, and now you can have 25, now you can't. And so, like, we had to shut down classes, um, and uh, we probably lost 20 to 30 patients. We see about probably 1,200 people a month. A lot of folks, but our, our practice was cut by 25, 30%. Wow. And it took us a month of calling just to get people, like people were really, really scared Yeah. at that time. And you've been pretty, I mean, you've obviously been pretty involved in political activism and pretty outspoken and, and running for office. And you, you're kind of like me in that regard. You got a lot of stuff going on, but then you got a lot of stuff going on on the side. And uh, how'd, you, how'd you get involved with all of that? Yeah, well, you know, I had right when the lockdown started, my wife came home and she said, honey, we got to get involved. Yeah. You know, we're about to lose our country. We're about to lose our state. And, uh, you know, I never even thought about protest. It was just not something. I mean, I'm a former Marine. We don't protest. Right. right. And uh, so we went, did a couple of rallies before the rallies ever really got big. The third one was at the Sacramento State Capitol. Um, and they had like it was almost like they prepared for it, mm -hmm. like like the governor, so-called governor. Um, they pulled the permits the night before, and this was a real peaceful protest, not one where you, there's a fire in the background and yeah. people are throwing bombs into yeah. buildings and stealing Gucci one of, bags. One of those mostly peaceful pro yeah. protests, yeah. yeah. The mostly peaceful ones, yeah. right? Um, this was a real one. And uh, he pulled the permits. He bust in CHP officers from San Francisco and Sacramento. And uh, after about an hour into it, we saw women thrown to the ground, batoned. There was 300 cops in riot gear. And uh, I just got PO'd, man. Turned my hat backwards, got a megaphone, and started talking to these guys about the oath they took um, and what that oath meant. And uh, I don't know, 50 of them started to, to, to back down um, and step off this, this high-raised platform they were on. And uh, 19 million people liked it. And then we launched 1776 Forever Free the following day. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the thing I try to encourage people. I was, we were at an event last week, Del Rio, Texas, and this lady, she spoke up and she asked a question. She said, how, how do we know that anything we're doing is making a difference? You know, if, if we feel like we don't have faith in voter integrity, election integrity, uh, we feel like the whole system is rigged, how do, you know, why should we even be involved? And you can hear that, that defeat in the voice, right? And I hear it from all these different people who they, they're thinking, whatever I'm doing is not doing any good. But I keep encouraging them. There's so many things that you can use, whatever platform you have, whatever voice you think you have, you can use those things. And the little spark, you never know when you're going to touch something off, right? You're, excuse me, you're a perfect example of that. Um, just being willing to be bold and speak up. So I'm encouraging everybody to go out there and get batoned. Uh, get slapping around a little bit and and make sure there's video running. Don't ever get batoned without video going. You want to make sure. But seriously, you never know what's going to touch something off, right? 
And that's that's the thing. So, you know, I always try to encourage people with that. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think that, you know, we, you know, I had no clue. I Like, I had no plans to be involved in politics. Yeah. You know, I prayed for a legacy, and, and I guess it was February of last year. And, you know, I had a great life. Everything was working. But, you know, God gave us this organization, and we probably did, I don't know, 20, 60 rallies up and down California, took it nationwide. I've, I've been on stage with every major conservative probably there is. And we've had people come up to us doing constitutional education that we've been doing and launching this platform to put people in office. But we've seen people around the country like you that are that are frustrated and hopeless. And what I'm trying to tell folks is, hey, you know, step up and lean in and your voice does matter. Your vote still matters, because if we don't do that and everybody cancels their Facebook account Mm -hmm. and everybody cancels their Twitter account and nobody votes in 2022, they're going to steamroll us. And you and I are going to be standing in a bread line with ARs, yeah. right? And, and, and I don't want that. And I'm not inciting violence. I'm just saying it's going towards socialism and communism. Yeah. And, and you know as well as I do, there's, there's no denying that. It's, it's like so overt right now. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about standing in a bread line, Steve. You're keto. That's right. <laughs> so I do that. But I do have to ask you a question. You're going to stand in a broccoli line? I'd get in a lot of trouble from a lot of guys if I didn't uh, address the Paris Island Marine thing. And that's known fact. That's where all the women are trained in the Marine Corps is at Paris Island. So oh, my goodness. There's my little dig. Hurrah. Oh, man. Semper Fi, baby. I didn't know I was coming into the Hornets nest yeah. today. Oh, my goodness. So we must have a Hollywood Marine over there. Yeah, right? There you go. Somebody that's standing. Here we are right in front of a camera. Every time we land, every time we land in uh, San Diego, Steve's like, yeah. You puffs, live there. Puffs that chest out a little bit. Starts pointing his finger. Yeah. Got, well, well, yeah, every time before they put on their ruck, they get makeup done. Yeah. They get the, they get the blush. My makeup done today. So. Yeah, yeah, we should ask. Leslie, 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 I just met. We'll have to get her on the road. So when when uh, when, when you're coming off the bus in San Diego, we can make sure that. That's you know. awesome. Okay, yeah, Love really. it, brother. You know, the time I got in trouble with all the Marines, all the Marines. <laughs> What's that? So I was, this was back a few years ago when it was a real big deal about stepping on the flag and burning the flag. And it's always been a thing, but it kind of, you kind of hit its pinnacle a couple of years ago where everybody was kind of making a point about the flag standing on it. And I was walking into the gym. This is back when I actually did things. I was, I was about to go in the gym, and I just stopped in my truck, and I, and I just put the camera on, and I said, I'd just been with a whole bunch of Marines yeah. for, for, like, the Marine ball, and I'd been with them all weekend long. And I just had Marines on my brain, right? And when you're thinking about just toughness, you think the Marines, right? You're not thinking about these Air Force guys that are now <laughs> don't even make you run anymore to qualify as a pilot. They can just walk 500 Stress yards. card. Yeah. Yeah. So, so – uh, I'd just been with all these Marines, and but I had, it was like, I was thinking soldiers, but I was thinking Marines, and I do this thing, I said, well, you know, wait till there's a platoon of Marines that have been, de been deployed for nine months, when they're coming back through the airport, just snatch one of those Velcro flags off of their shoulder, and throw it on the ground, and step on it in front of them, see what happens to you. Well, the Marines don't wear Velcro flags, right, they don't, they don't do that. I was thinking, I, I was, in terms of decorum, I was thinking soldiers. Oh my God! The Marines were ready to tar and feather me. You got razzed deal. for that? Like, yeah. that, I think oh, that's oh, a legitimate. Listen, I was on every blog post. I mean, like, how? Did, I mean, the, the the intent of what I was saying, you get right. Right. The 100%. point. I mean, completely patriotic intentions. I, think I even sent you a text that, hey, buddy. Yeah, but I mean, but here's the deal. So I was in the gym. I went in the gym, worked out for. I was in there for like an hour and a half, and I was in the middle of it. I go, did I say 
Velcro flag and Marines. <laughs> and it, it's just in my, my brain, right? And I'm like, I need to go check that. So when I come out of the gym, I get in my truck, and the thing already had like 7 million views. Oh, man. And I was like, in like <laughs> an hour and a half, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> There's no getting out of this I think now. By now they're probably all Velcro, because I was, I was even pre-name tags. So, really? Yeah. Pre-name? Really? Yeah, I was pre-name tags. Wow, brother. So, You're showing on. your age. Yeah. Like not even sewn on name tags? They they started sewing them on probably my last uh, what? six months in. Well, man, you were really in it then. So you yeah. probably got beat up in boot camp then. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> got, got Back your, before it was well, PC. I, I, I rescind my Hollywood Marine comment then. <laughs> Back before it was PC. But you started 1776 forever. And uh, you guys have held rallies all over the place. How's all that going? Good, good. You know, we have a constitutional class. We do uh, Zoom it all across the United States every Thursday night um, from 6 to 7.15. Um, I got an awesome guy named Doug Gibbs that teaches that for me. Um, and then we're launching a platform right now. You know, we say to, to, to folks, we, we launched it about two months ago as far as doing it. But you know how it is with volunteers, guys. You know how it is. I thought we were going to have five counties done. And, you know, there's probably, I don't even know the number. I know there's 58 counties in California alone, I think Texas is is double or triple that. Um, and uh, we, we thought we were just going to be plugging and have half of them done by now. We almost got five of them done. We got the back end of the website. But basically what it is, is, is it's a click and touch platform where from A to Z, if you want to run for city council or yeah. board of education, all the info's right there. Here's the application. Here's how to do it. Here's how to grow a constituency. Because I know you agree, this battle is going to be fought and won at the local level. Yep. And the Sleepy Joe virus taught us that our state's rights, our governors, our future governor, right? Th these things are so important for us to be involved in. Because if we're not, I mean, I used to just check a box, not think it was a big deal. Yeah. But look what happened the last 15 months by us being asleep at the wheel. Yeah. And, and, and I've talked about that because when you and I met a while back, you were telling me this idea about making sure that people had the information that they needed to run. And, and if you've never run for office, they make it impossible. Absolutely. I mean, they make it impossible. And, and you're walking on eggshells. It's, it's a razor's edge. And then you have this ethics commission that's back there, you know, like Big Brother's watching, and, and they exist to catch you doing something. You know, we're dealing, with, we're dealing with the situation here in the state of Texas where our ethics commission is appointed by the governor. So they exist to protect the guy that's in the office, right? Yeah. So if you're opposing him in any way, shape, or form, you, you really got to be, because they're going to catch you yeah. at something. I mean, I've had so many guys say, put $500 back because you're going to get fined for something. I mean, it has, it's, you make it so that the average person on the outside doesn't even want to deal with that nonsense. So I'm glad for what you're doing, that's a helpful tool. It's a useful tool. Well, thanks, brother. There. And, you know, it's funny to hear people like that talk about ethics. Yeah, I know. Right? Because, you know, all these administrators, you, you know, when I, when I hear people talk about the swamp in D.C., nine times out of ten, they're talking about the administrators. Yeah. Those that have been in it 25, 30 years and— they're basically writing the policies that, that these guys are putting out. So I would imagine there's, there's some hacks like that yeah. doing the administration. I'm going to get Steve a job as a lobbyist. Uh, one of, <laughs> one of, um, uh, one of Abbott, Greg Abbott's former uh, staffers is now one of the top lobbyists in Austin. Uh, he makes about $8 million a year. I can do it. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's all you had to say. He's like, I'm, I, I'm in. sign me up. I'm in, Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy that they monetize everything to that degree, and they're going to preach to you about ethics, right? And come at you with all this stuff. But we just did our, our quarterly finance uh, campaign report, campaign finance report. Impossible. Impossible. I mean, it's just so hard to do. You know, of course we had anyway. I won't get into the weeds on that, but it, they make it just impossible for the average person to get involved. And I tell people, I say, you know, there's there's precinct chairs that are open in Texas by the thousands. Um, there's 500 in Harris County alone that are open. Uh, folks need to get involved. They need to. They need to get. You know, you want to talk about election integrity? That's where you start. Hundred percent. There, and you can put eyeballs on the situation. Anyway, I'm going to get into some more of this uh, crazy COVID stuff. I want to talk about these Texas lawmakers that fled to D.C. in a minute. But before we take a break, uh, is the mask mandate madness making you nauseous? It is me. Are you feeling nauseous on your commute right now? All those trains, subways, and bumper-to-bumper traffic making you sick to your stomach. You've got to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. This product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea for patients, but now through Relief Band, it is available to the masses. Anyone who deals with nausea knows how awful it is, even if you don't get nauseous often. Uh, suggest that you try Relief Band for anxiety benefits alone. This is not a product that you want to miss out on. It will bring you peace of mind and help you not worry about nausea again. As the world is opening back up, don't let the fear of nausea keep you on the sidelines. If you're getting ready to uh, take that summer road trip, hopping on a boat, or you're just anxious about heading back into the office, uh, I got good news. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for my audience. If you go to reliefband.com, use promo code WATCHCHAD, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. That's Relief band.com use my promo code watch chad for 20 percent off plus free shipping we've all experienced that horrible feeling whether it's in the backseat of the car staring at your phone maybe after one too many and a night out with friends party foul steve and even just from the anxiety of a work day nausea can ruin a day go to reliefband.com use promo code watch chad we'll be right back how long have you guys known each other So everybody knows that uh, Governor Greg Abbott here in the state of Texas called for a special session. Uh, here's the thing. You know why you don't give you don't put kids in timeout? It's better just to beat their ass right there. Uh, he gave them if you put them in timeout, it gives them 10 minutes to think about the next round of crap they're going to do to you. Right. They just strategize. So Greg Abbott waited six weeks before calling a special session because the Dems, of course, walked out when it came time to discuss uh, the voter integrity bill. And they. They hit the roads, claiming, of course, everything is racist. If you have to show an ID, well, then that's 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 racism, um, which is insulting to the black community to say that you're not smart enough or capable of going into driver's license. So they walked out. Well, then six weeks later, uh, when they knew the special session was due to start, they all hopped on a bus, hopped on a plane. Um, and there they are. No masks. No did masks. They, did they do the, all that without using an ID? Well, I was going to say, they had to show an ID to get on the plane, All right. um, which is 
this this is the height of stupidity of the world we're living in, right? Um, so there they are. They're on the plane. Uh, some of them you saw on the bus. They had the Miller Lite, uh, the big case of Miller Lite, which that's that's a good bait for uh, if you want to catch a dim. Is just apparently Miller Lite. Just throw a <laughs> roll of Miller Lite out there, and they they just flock to it. Um, why anyway, why couldn't they be the ones that went to that island and lost? <laughs> <laughs> or what is that new? Um, a new show that's out manifest or whatever no, where they take off on a plane that. and then they show up years later manifest i don't know about manifest yeah they got well if i could get my wi-fi to work i might be able to watch it but uh, anyway you're gonna be upset though they canceled it as soon as i started watching it they're like ah, oh, we're not making it anymore ah well never mind i won't get started on that they can yeah. stay off in the future but anyway the democrats that's what they did um they took off to dc well apparently they went maskless um and now they got covid <laughs> Awfully convenient. Um, three of the Democratic state legislators who absconded to prevent a vote on a Republican election bill have tested positive for COVID-19 while holed up in Washington, D.C. after ditching their face mask as they travel. Um, so they have been fully vaccinated, right? Which, again, people don't understand. The, the vaccine, which I'm, I'm not getting vaccinated, uh, 10 years from now, once the thing, once people, I see if people's faces have all fallen off or something like that, and I need it, maybe. We'll see. Get it if you want to get it. Up to you. I don't feel like I need it. But the thing about the vaccine is it, the, the, getting the vaccine doesn't mean you'll never get COVID. It means you won't die from it. You won't get this, you know, that, that's, at least that's the claim. Now, you could maybe die from the vaccine itself. Who knows? Anyway, uh, they also met with uh, Vice President Harris. Pop that picture up there. There they are. They're all, boy, they look really socially distanced right there, <laughs> don't they? Just in Kamala in there cackling after every word. Um, they, uh, they met with Chuck Schumer. Um, they, they sang We Shall Overcome for the press, which, oh I, mean, I mean, golly, this is. Cordy, has the world lost its mind or what? Well, you know, the fact that we would wear a facial condom for the <laughs> yeah. first time in history. And that would prevent us from the flesh-eating bacteria with a 99.9% survival rate. Yep. And then they're drinking Miller Lite because, of course, we know that boosts your immune system. Mm-hmm. And which I'm a, I'm a proud supporter of Miller Lite. Um, but not because of the Democratic part, but I was drinking it way before they did. And it's just fascinating, right? The, the, the whole thing is idiocy. I mean, even plexiglass. Like when I see somebody looking at plexiglass... And I guess they feel safe, but, but uh, you know, I guess, cause the virus isn't going to go around the plexiglass, but this virus actually, you know, it, it can't, it can infect you in some States and some cities and some counties, others, it can't Florida. Now, all, all of a sudden it, it can infect you. California as of June 15th, it could no longer infect you because Adolf Newsom said so. So uh, the whole time it, it's just, it's a total, it's a total sham. It is. It, it, it really is. And I'm not, I'm not going against anybody that lost a loved one, but, uh, you know, God, God, you know, bless them. But why are we putting masks on kids? Yeah. And that's the population that's the least affected by it. Yeah. And I see where L.A. actually is bringing the masks back. They're, they're bringing back mask mandates. Um, and yeah, I'm at the bank the other day. I had to do some business. And I'm sitting there talking to the guy at the desk. He's got plexiglass on his desk. <laughs> and he's wearing a mask. And he's Hispanic, Chris. And I'm trying to understand what this guy's talking about when he, we're dealing with my money <laughs> from behind a mask with an accent and plexiglass. I needed an interpreter. 
I mean, it, I it's like I'm trying to move money around and get stuff taken care of in business. I'm like, I hope it all went to the right place. I hope it did. But there's actually five Democrats now who have who have tested positive. Um, I'm going to read this. Mike Openshaw, who's a fr- buddy of mine, he's he's a, a pretty active in Texas politics. I saw this post this morning. He said, we now have uh, 10%, which is five of 51, 10% Texas House Democrats testing positive for COVID. And I'll not be surprised if a few more don't turn up positive in the next day or so. As many of you know, I keep up on the research papers on this stuff. And in a fully vaccinated population, the highest number I've seen for reinfection was around 7%. That maximum of 7% was based on many months of potential re-exposure to uh, infection. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The uh, the Democrats all seem to acquire it in a single exposure, clearly as they travel maskless in violation of FAA rules in buses, luxury chartered planes, and generally do not have the superior air handling systems with the HEPA filters that commercial planes now do. That percentage of fully vaccinated population contracting in a single point event seems extremely unlikely, given that many studies that show far lower rates of between 3% and 7% from months of exposure. This is literally the first super spreader event I've heard of in a vaccinated population. You get see where he's going. Yeah. They're full of crap. They are full of crap. Uh, almost all previous super spreaders I heard of was from contact person who became seriously ill with the disease. Uh, you normally need a lot of virus for a super spread, and we're not hearing about such a person in this case. So the question has to be asked, are we actually dealing with a fully vaccinated population in the Texas COVID Democrats? Uh, at this point, we pretty much only have their word that each of them uh, from the Texas House Democrat runaways did get the jab. And all, he's, now he's questioning whether or not they even got vaccinated at all. Maybe they forged a, a document. Maybe. or Saying they didn't even didn't have well, anything to We're going to see how many of them survive. And then we'll, you know, <laughs> that's a good little test group. You yeah. Know, let's see how many of them survive. Yeah. Well, well, and here would be the other thing, guys. If your vac- if the vaccination works, if it works, why are you worried about me getting one? Exactly. I mean, I, I think as constitutional guys, we would all we would all say that, you know, the greatest thing about this republic is that we have choice. Yeah. And when you take away choice, do we still have a republic? Yeah. We were on our tour bus the other day. We were we were driving and and the TV was on. I was just kind of mindless. It was in the background there at the front of the bus, and I looked up and it was MSNBC, which I don't. Or as I call it, MSDNC. Uh, I was sitting there looking at it, and they, you know, how they always put the COVID death, you know, like you see the numbers that are always going up. These are the COVID deaths. They have the number of vaccinations, right? How many people in America have been vaccinated? And I'm like, you tell me this isn't a narrative. I mean, you 100% this is some kind of a narrative here that they're doing this. Um, and, and you're going to just flash that stuff up there, control people with fear, man. And now it's going to be a, you know, show me your papers. It's going to be one of those kind of deals. You got to prove something. Uh, Texas Democrat posted Thursday night on Twitter a picture of her hand-washed clothes to to portray her prevention of the passage of a Republican election integrity bill. That was her personal sacrifice. There's her bra and panties (laughs) just hanging right up there uh, in the shower. That's a 42B. 42E? 42EE? I think it's a B. There's some cannons there. That's an over-the-shoulder boulder holder. She said, you bet we're recognizing and honoring our country's heritage, said Democratic State Rep Donna Howard. As most Texans, though, this is what we're doing tonight, using whatever is accessible, uh, uh, washing our clothes in the sink. Ooh, you desperately oppressed woman. Um <laughs> Listen, man, if I were the governor, they would have me on the news. I'd be down there with a Black & Decker screwdriver or, or screw, drill, and I'd be changing the locks on the <laughs> office doors. Personally. Personally. 
I would, I would fire their staff. I'd declare their seats vacant. I'd make it where they could never hold public office ever again. Uh, they would be arrested for violating their oath and dereliction of duty. I would take their chairs from the House floor, put it out in the front yard of the Capitol building, and set it on fire. That, that's, I'm just telling you. I, you want to make a say, you want to come arrest me, come arrest me. But However, if they can make it in that building without their ID, then. Right. Amen to that. Yeah. I mean, so, it, anyway. I like that. Turn it into a game. Turn it into a contest. Yeah. Yeah. MSNBC host Joy Reid is calling Abbott a Jim Crow governor uh, for threatening to arrest the Texas Democrats. Show that picture again of them with Kamala there. There, there, there. How many, how many, there's a lot of white faces. A lot of white faces sitting around. I mean, I can't see it real clear from here, but that's just a lot of glowing white faces. Also, Kamala sure looks like she knows how to handle a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. She's doing it standing up. Uh, but she went to uh, Walter Reed Medical Center for a routine doctor's appointment on Sunday. I guarantee when they broke the news and said, one of those people in the room with you had COVID, now there's five of them. I bet she went, holy crap. <laughs> and she went, to, uh, went in there to get herself checked out. So, anyway, uh, yeah, says that well, probably weren't at risk of exposure because they were not in close contact with those who tested positive. Um, we'll see. But if you were in contact with someone that was in contact with someone that was in contact with someone that was in contact with the virus, <laughs> you may be at potential risk dead. of getting it. We're all dead. I am legend. We are all dead. <laughs> Only person going to be walking around is Will Smith. Him and his dog, and the dog doesn't make it. Yeah. Telling you, it's going to be bad. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm just wondering when the flesh starts coming off my elbow. It's, it's just starts the, the, falling. Right yeah, off. it just starts falling off, <laughs> kind of like that. The glue when glue gets dry, yeah, kind of scales off. Peeling it off. <laughs> All right, we got more. We'll be right back. DrCordyWilliams.com, D-R-C-O-R-D-I-E, Williams.com. Uh, you got great videos over there, podcasts. You got all kind of stuff going on. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a weird world we're living in, right? Just average dudes like us can run our mouth and people, people actually listen. Yeah. Yeah, get things stir stirred up, stir up the hornet's nest. People always tell me, they're like, you know, I go to these events and people are like, man, I've been watching you for years. I'm like, I am a great time waster. <laughs> I, I mean, I just wonder how much of people's time I have wasted over the years uh, go to watchchad.com that's where all the fun stuff is uh prather2022.com i'm chad prather and i approve this effing message uh the biden administration reportedly warns border patrol to prepare for massive amounts of migrant families <laughs> well, they're, they're already I mean, there they're there uh, trust me valverde county we were just down there last week they're they're apprehending 1100 a day 1100 a day um where's joe i want joe to go down there and and, and look at that part of the river where i was at where there i just walked to the river i mean there's no fence there's no gate there's i don't think they've designed a walker yet that can go through mud <laughs> through mud and gravel right and then it, he, there's nobody to change his urinary diaper and no. it'd just be probably no. be a chaotic situation for him i'm sure they could bring a case of insure down there and, and have <laughs> it ready for now, him where are the mo most of these coming from are we still or is it well South it, America, it, it, again it? valverde county they've apprehended from 84 countries yeah, 84 countries this year. So, you know, thing not that many realize. countries south of the border. They're coming from all over the world. Wow. Uh, the easiest place to access America right now is on the Texas border from Mexico. 
That's the easiest place. Um, there's a you know there's the, some the, guy listening in South America right now going, "Hey, Chad Prather said, yeah, come <laughs> on, away. turn it on." But border, border officials are reportedly being warned to prepare for the processing of more than a thousand migrant families each day ahead of President Joe Biden's expected plans to terminate Title 42 by the end of July. Um, you know, Donald Trump implemented Title 42 to expel migrants from the country during the novel coronavirus pandemic. Um, the uh, once the migrants are released from Border Patrol, they would essentially be free to remain in the U.S. Some immigrants uh, skip court hearings that are sometimes not scheduled for two years after they are detained. Let me just tell you, not not some immigrants, all the illegals <laughs> will not be in court. They're not going to come back after two years for a court date. I would. No, yeah, I wouldn't either. By I'm way, already here. Realize this is how we solve the Cuba situation. We just tell them, "Hey, don't swim to Florida. Swim to South America. Go You'll to, get in. No problem. Right. <laughs> come on over, and then you come on up." But isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazingly hypocritical? When they're saying, you know, the Biden administration is saying, if you come up on our shores from Cuba, you you're not getting in. But the folks from coming in through Mexico, well, 100%. they're concerned about the you know finding boatloads of dead you know immigrants, but they're not worried well, about the you know deaths happening on our border well they also they also are worried because the folks in cuba are, are waving american flags and are strong conservatives <laughs> I was wanting say they're gonna they're gonna vote for donald trump they want freedom um, they've taken fauci's playbook for covid and now they're saying well let's use this for immigration yeah which is n- no common sense at all really right i saw video over the weekend that was heavily disturbing um, I, you know, people they give me this stuff. They show me this stuff. I'm in direct contact with a lot of sheriffs, county sheriffs on the southern part of, in, the, in the border, South Texas. Uh, a lot of different folks who are working down there, border agents, border patrol, ICE agents, former agents. I'm in contact with a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot of stuff. The statistics are alarming. But when you start seeing the videos of people being disemboweled and beheaded with hunting knives and chainsaws, and executions and these things that are going on and bodies strung up from bridges uh, as a calling card of the cartels. And you realize what we're up against. This isn't women and children. These are, these are folks coming across the border in camouflage, right? Uh, they, I mean, I've got video of, of them coming through by the hundreds, people's deer feeders and, and, and game cams and stuff that are out there picking them up, and, and they're just walking right through there, just coming right on in, in the middle of the night. Uh, these people by and large are not people that are seeking a better life. This, I mean, we've always had been, you know, for years, I used to have fun going to Mexico, right? Used to go do that and have a great time. Uh, got arrested in 2007 in Mexico. It was fantastic. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just cruising. (laughs) But I mean, you know, we look at, we look at these things and it's like, why now? Why such a, Heavy population of, of illegals coming across the border now. It's, it's an insane deal. Um, and they're basically being invited in. You know, this administration isn't being invited in. I met with a sheriff last week, uh, and he said, didn't like the last administration, but they had the border under control. He said, I voted for this administration. I don't like it. And I wow. said, well, maybe stop being a Democrat. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's weird, Cordy. It's weird. Do you think, Chad, do, you know, I've always thought, and I thought this early on, and I, it just seems like even more of a glaring possibility is that, I mean, these are new voters. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, if you want to take over and take have total domination in a totalitarian regime, which is what they're trying to, you know, socialist communist regime, then when you get more voters that are here illegally, you ensure that it's going to go towards socialism because you know those people are illegal, so they're not going to pay taxes. 
but now dead people are voting. So why not the hundreds of thousands of people that were just letting come walk right in? Yeah. Yeah. You got to And you've got to we've got to take control because you got to understand this is a deal to try to get new voters right get people that's why no voter id uh they wanted to have a voting season not an election day um and, and people come through and anybody can get, participate in these votes and, and they know they're going to roll this thing over democrats will have control forever and ever um it'll there'll be no looking back they know that they understand that that's why they're busing them into the interior of the u.s they're showing up in places like ohio and tennessee and oregon um, why in the world? But that's that's where they're showing up. Now, what I want to do is I want to take about a dozen of those buses, fill them up with illegals, and I want the Texas Rangers to escort those buses to Washington, D.C. I want them to take them right to the Capitol steps and open up the doors of those 12 buses and just unload those hundreds of, of, of illegals right there, there in go. Washington, D.C. and say, here it is. It's your problem now, AOC. It's your problem now, Chuck Schumer. It's your problem now, Nancy Pelosi. It's your problem now, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. It's your problem. They're in your neighborhood now. Love Have it. at it. Have at it. Um, and people think I'm kidding when I say stuff like that. No, I'm serious. People are, I mean, this is a bad deal. Sex, convicting sex, tra- sex traffickers uh, that have been deported are increasing coming into the country now. Sex traffickers are up 300% in the last month. 300%. Sick. This is a real deal. This is war. I mean, this is the kind of thing we're being invaded with, with just the utmost evil. It really is. And it's coming to your neighborhood. It's coming to a city near you, no matter where you live in America, because we're not shutting this thing down. I was in Sturgis, South Dakota, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, some parents were telling me about how, you know, just another example of what you're saying, how CRT is in Rapid City, South Dakota. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know if you know how, what the population of South Dakota is, but <laughs> it ain't that big. It ain't that right? big, right. And, and so I'm just thinking, like, if people are, like, think they can stay on the sidelines, take their daughter to soccer practice and make cupcakes and go back to normal we just don't live in that world anymore no, it's every over. patriot out there's got to be active yeah got to get involved people that's the key uh you want to see a, a true sign of, of of getting involved go to drcordywilliams.com check out all the stuff that he's got going on uh we got one more segment a couple more things to wrap up and we'll be right back This weekend, I, I don't even know if I can promote this. I think they're sold-out shows, Steve. They are. Uh, two shows, Friday and Saturday night, Abilene, Texas. We're going to be over there. And then uh, I'm doing a show in Cancun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go check out the other side of Mexico. <laughs> the other side. Uh, we spent a little time. We're going to be down, in, um, down on the border the rest of this week. And then, like I said, Abilene. And then what do we got next? Oh, I know we're going we're gonna to be in Emily, Minnesota. Emily, Minnesota. Up in up. the lakes. The uh, beautiful. I've never been to that part of Minnesota. It'd be t- it's time. The time of year to go is right now. Yeah. So a little tourist yeah. area. Big Owls is the name of the venue. We're gonna be at Big Owls on Highway Six. Wow. <laughs> that's when you know. That, that's like when that. you know you've arrived, dude. When you're playing shows at Big Owls on Highway Six in Emily, Minnesota. Yeah. Sounds like a. Italian joint, right? I don't know, man. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to have to look place it up. Or uh, well, well, sounds like a place in Alabama. I know, if right? it's called Big Al's, you know it's redneck. There's some <laughs> exactly. good people there. Fried catfish. It, right, fried catfish. Yeah. They call their, you know, Wilma or Papa or Mama. <laughs> you don't know, or Gigi. You don't know hey, what Flo. Flo. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like a place to get a used car is what it sounds it like. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. You can, get, you can get your old change, get your new car, get a new set of tires and some fried catfish. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't sell sweet tea, son. This is Minnesota. Don't forget hush puppies. Hush puppies. Mm. I had. Uh, I was eating the other day uh, in Huck at Huck's in um, Denison, Texas. That's good catfish. Huck's in Denison. 
anyway, we got to jump out of here. Uh, Cordy, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, thanks for, for hanging out, brother. And uh, keep it up. Hey, you're doing some good stuff, man, and I appreciate it. And uh, excited about it all. Um, hey, just remember, go to watchchat.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Check us out on the road. We love y'all. God bless you. Happy Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bye. Bye.